This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello chickens, it's theory time. The fabulous Adam Richard here, and uh, I have your theories. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Okay, so uh, we're still going to keep talking about Doctor Who because that's what I do. Um, but I'm going to tell you about my holiday because it's very exciting. Uh, by the way, this episode could suddenly be derailed by um, room service knocking on the door wanting to get in. Who knows what time of the morning they come? I don't. Um, so, <laughs> I, oh my God, how exciting is this? I went to Weta. Uh, I know, Weta Workshop and the... Weta um, Studios uh, in uh, just on that little peninsula in Wellington. Uh, it's amazing. Um, they've got like a post production facility down there where they can do grading and editing and all that kind of thing. And uh, they've got a uh, they've got studios like actual studios where they film things. And they, apparently, they filmed Ghost in the Shell here in Wellington. Um, I mean, obviously, they filmed all of Lord of the Rings all over the place uh, in New Zealand, and I'm seeing many of those things this week. Uh, keep up on my, my many socials if you want to see my thousands of photographs, uh, <laughs> me having fun in stupid places. For instance, uh, at the Weta Studios. Uh, so the Weta Workshop is where they make all the costumes and the outfits and things, and we got to see... There's a whole bunch of stuff you can't... You, they won't let you take photos of them because even though they made them there, they don't own the copyright in them. Uh, they belong to the film studios. So uh, you can't really take that many photos. Uh, but there was uh, a truck from Halo, um, the game. I'm not a, I don't play Halo. I played it once with Luke McGregor on a YouTube channel um, and he was very mean to me. And, you know, that shy little redhead hides an evil 
you know, NPC murdering gamer. Um, <laughs> anyway, he killed me several times. Uh, he and he and Celia apparently play a lot of video games when they're <laughs> meant to be riding Rosehaven. <laughs> anyway, uh, I so I'm not very familiar with Halo, but then saw all this Halo stuff at Weta, and apparently they'd gotten a long way down the track of making a Halo movie. Um, and they built like this truck from Halo that could drive sideways with four pivoting wheels, which is something sure you can do in a video game, but you know you can't do it in real life. But they managed to do it, and then the movie never happened. But all of the stuff from the movie ended up, um, I think, in District Nine, the the tour guide said, and like Chappie, because it was uh, Neil Blomkamp's movie. He was making the the big Halo film. Weird that it never happened, isn't it? Uh, and they made so much stuff for it. There's like a full Master Chief outfit and everything. Um, oh, and Mother. I got to see Mother from the Netflix film I Am Mother. Um, great. Like, cause I foolishly thought that that whole robot was entirely CGI because it didn't look like it could fit anyone in there. Oh, no. That is a suit. And you can put someone in there. Um, a very thin person. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we went to the Weta Workshop where they build all that stuff, all the costumes, the swords, the you know, wacky wigs and prosthetic makeups and, you know, bulging eyeball. You can operate an eyeball. I made an eyeball wobble, wobble around. That was fun. Um, and, yeah, I got to operate all sorts of stuff. And then we went into the miniatures studio uh, because the Weta, basically one of their sister companies, is a producer of Thunderbirds Are Go. They have the rights to show you the miniatures. And just like the original Thunderbirds, um, they make things out of, you know, toilet paper rolls and milk cartons and just discarded bits of uh, airfix kits and all sorts of rubbish. Because uh, they, they did that originally. Like, um, I don't know if you've seen... Uh, there's a great documentary if you've got, I think, Canopy or Beamer film from your library. You can watch it. Uh, it's about the history of the Thunderbirds and uh, Jerry Anderson Productions in general and just how they made all those things. And the uh, <laughs> one of the most <laughs> spectacular things that they they do is sticking a lemon squeezer in as many places as they possibly can because there's a lemon squeezer on the back wall of Thunderbird, the Thunderbird 1 silo when it gets rolled out and shoots up through the roof. Um and in the the documentary that I watched, by the way, it was someone's topic on hard quiz, uh, and I went on to a deep, deep dive of, of Thunderbirds. I mean, I've loved it since I was a little kid. I used to get up at six o'clock in the morning to watch it every Saturday morning on Channel Nine. It's the first TV show I ever watched in color, which coincidentally it was the first um, one of the first TV shows made in color in the UK. I think it was the t- first TV show broadcast in color, or it had the first. Uh, advertisement broadcasting colour during it. Anyway, it was for peas because they're green. Um, it was a Jolly Green Giant commercial. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it was... Uh, I used to love it when I was a kid. It's so good. And then seeing this new one, the first time I watched an episode, I was like, they look like miniatures. Are they Are they actually doing the Thunderbirds like miniatures? Because all of the characters are CGI. Like, they're all animated. Um, and the spaceships, I think, are animated for the most part, but all of the sets are, are miniatures. So you get to go on to 
the miniature set and have a look at Tracy Island. Oh my God. When the, <laughs> the tour guide said, um, whose favorite was Thunderbird 2? And my arm shot right up because I was a big Virgil fan. Um, <laughs> also, I love the fact that you could put anything up the bum of. <laughs> Thunderbird 2 and it would spit it out like it'd be like oh we're gonna put pod number seven up there and it's got a, a drill in it I loved that I loved that it was a modular spaceship and you could just chuck any old pod in there it was so good um so I got very excited she said who loved Thunderbird 2 and I maybe put my hand up a little bit too quickly um and so then she invited me over to operate the lever that folds down the palm trees so that Thunderbird 2 can go down the runway oh my god it was the best thing ever and oh it was so good and there's um <laughs> apparently like there's these red and white balls all down the side of the new version like the old version the trees just fell over um now they're on these kind of like gimbal things that they fold down and there's these red and white balls underneath which apparently are repurposed eyeballs from <laughs> other animatronic things that so they're just painted red and white and some kid wrote them a letter saying what do the red and white balls do and so, and so the, they've gone oh we should write that into the script and they're fire extinguishers now oh my god isn't that the best if you write a letter to the thunderbirds they'll change things in the show to accommodate it oh it was so much fun you got to see inside Lady Penelope's house. You got to see the, like, they've got the full outside set of Lady Penelope's mansion, which is incredible. Again, you're not allowed to take photos in there, um, but you are allowed to take photos on the, in the outside bit. And I took a couple, um, you can, they, they set up this thing for Comic-Con a few years ago where you could sit in the cockpit of Thunderbird 2. So I did that. <laughs> Just very good fun. I nearly broke uh, a model. I think I nearly broke the hoods hideout because uh, I turned around and my, I was wearing my backpack and it banged into, you know, several toilet rolls and a bit of uh, motherboard. Um, it is seriously like if you watch the Thunderbirds, everything is a is a repurposed bit of you know rubbish. Like it's the ultimate in recycling, frankly. Uh, anyway, I was going to talk to you about. <laughs> Talk to you about Doctor Who, and here I am talking about the Thunderbirds. Um, I did. I got a message from Happy Tweets, uh, who said about Ryan in this latest episode, the haunting of the Villa Diodatu. Oh, I'm doing it again. What is wrong with me? Uh, who said, uh, you know, previous doctors would have dropped him off home for the he's only one life comment. <gasps> I see. I said that, didn't I? I said that this week. I honestly believe that uh, that is a big, big sign that something worse is coming for Ryan. I think that is. Um, I really, honestly believe that Ryan is is being kind of they're finding several reasons for us to not care about him anymore, um, as well as for the doctor to. You know, oh my God, imagine if like, I mean, the doctor would never do this, but it would feel satisfying for if, you know, she has to sacrifice Ryan and gets to go, well, you know, like you said about Shelley, it's only one life and I'm really sorry, but you don't matter. <gasps> oh, that would hurt me in the face. That would hurt so much. That's not going to happen because it's a kid's show and the doctor would never be that cruel or cowardly. Uh, but then, you know, he was mean about pears. Uh, 
they are very messy though. Okay, I've run out of time. I've been talking too much about my holiday. Um, I'll have more theories for you and other bits of business tomorrow. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.